The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon, Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableJewel. StableJewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableJewel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL props for a chance to win awesome cash prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com and use the promo code SGP for 20% off your order and free shipping. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter. That's at SGP Soccer, at SGP Soccer. Now, you may think you are already following the Soccer Gambling Podcast Twitter account, but you're probably not. That's because there was a change that took place this weekend. The, the Twitter account at SGP Soccer is still the Twitter account for the Soccer Gambling Podcast. But what we've done is we've created a new Soccer Gambling Podcast account with the same handle. And the former at SGP Soccer account is now at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com for LockBetting.com. The reason that was done was simply because LockBetting.com needed a separate Twitter account and SGP Soccer needed a separate Twitter account. So we decided to, well, I decided to convert the one which had the bigger following to Lock Betting and restart the at SGP Soccer account separately. I'm going to be tweeting my opinions. I'm going to be talking about various sports and I'm going to be posting free plays from all other sports except soccer from the LockBetting.com account, which is at LockBetting.com and from the at SGP Soccer, Soccer account, which you now need to refresh follow i'll be just tweeting out podcasts and soccer free plays as well so we're going to keep those separate lock betting is going to be about lock betting and the at sgp soccer account is mainly going to be about sgp related content and some soccer free plays as well so for podcasts and soccer free picks that's at sgp soccer 
and for everything else for opinions and free plays for other sports and the PL spreadsheets for lock betting it's at lockbetting.com the reason for that is cuz it was getting a little bit confusing when we were posting out free plays on the SGP soccer account but they were coming from the lockbetting.com site when we're posting the PLs it looks like it's a PL for at SGP soccer and some of it is because all of the locks from the soccer gambling podcast do become official plays over at lockbetting.com but then you have all of the other plays and people who are confused as to where do I get these plays from? I didn't hear these plays on the podcasts. It, it's confusing when you're on a podcast, but you're promoting a service and giving out results for that service from the podcast account. So all confusion will be ended now. The lockbetting.com Twitter account is at lockbetting.com. That's the one that's you're you're probably already following, and that's the one with more followers. And I've decided to restart the at SGP Soccer account, mainly because I'm on the podcast every single week, two, three times a week, and I feel that very quickly we can re-establish the following with the help of the other podcasters on the Soccer Gambling Podcast Network platforms. So that's what we're doing. Once again, to reiterate, if you think you're already following at SGP Soccer, you're probably not. So please go and do that again. If you want to get information on all podcasts coming on the Soccer Gambling Podcast and to get those soccer free plays as well. And if you want to continue seeing my opinions and getting free plays for all other sports and tracking the PLs from lockbetting.com, then continue to follow the account you're probably already following that at lockbetting.com at lockbetting.com my other twitter account you need to follow is at betmufc that is the twitter account for the betmufc podcast and to get all of my additional content of course head over to lockbetting.com it's still early in the month we've had a very very good start to the month so far and we look to continue that going on route to 105 months in a row of transparent track profit i'll be posting the spreadsheet in the next 24 hours for the month of january so you can see how we landed our 104th month in a row of transparent track profit and that will be the pin tweet on the at lock betting comms uh, twitter account that's at lock betting comms so hopefully that clears up all the confusion. I will explain it a couple more times in the next few podcasts and then we'll stop talking about it. Uh, but as I said, you're probably already following at lockbetting.com. So please head over to at SGP Soccer and re-follow that handle. One more thing I'm going to plug before I move on with the picks. All of the main podcast hosts on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network have been asked to host their own NFL shows this weekend. I've already been doing an NFL show throughout the season over on the Dirty Sheets, which is my other podcast. And therefore, I will just be simulcasting that show and putting it on the SGP platform this week as me and my colleague Cav will be talking about this weekend's Super Bowl, looking at the over-unders, looking at who wins it, and of course, looking at some props as well. So make sure that you check that out. I think that will be on the Soccer Gambling Podcast feed. I haven't been told exactly where it's going to go, but I will be making that podcast this week. And also, I'll be doing another edition of Scamessa Italia and another edition of the EPL show at the weekend as well. This is a bonus show because we have midweek action in the EPL this midweek. 
and let's crack on with the plays. As per usual, the Man United game will not be covered here on this show. That will be covered exclusively over at Bet MUFC. We'll also be talking about Manchester United's disastrous exit from the FA Cup at the weekend. So on this show, we'll begin with Newcastle United at home to Everton where Newcastle are the 6-4 favourites to win the game. It's 12-5 on the draw, and it's 17-10 here on Everton. This is Lampard's first game in charge here as the Everton manager in the Premier League. He started with a win at the weekend. That was our plus money winning lock. You got that somewhere between plus 110 and plus 120. So I was very happy with that. But I'm not sure if we want to be taking Everton here in this spot, given that... This is Newcastle's first game after the January transfer window where they had some very, very big signings come in. Not as many as people expected and not the names that people expected. They were unable to get the likes of Jesse Lingard over the line. But I still think they're in a strong position to survive if these players hit the ground running. So I'm not sure I want to back either Newcastle or Everton in this game. But what I do want to back here is goals. And I think both teams will manage to find the net. And that play here is available for you here at 8 to 11. They've actually been been over three and a half goals in four of Everton's last six games in all competitions. And there have been four or more goals scored in three of Newcastle's last six games as well. Frank Lampard had the worst offensive record of any Chelsea manager in the modern era. And he didn't keep a clean sheet at the weekend either as Everton stretched their weight for a clean sheet to 11 matches in a five-goal game at the weekend. Of course, we cashed our lot with that one, but it was a 4-1 victory for Everton. So once again, no clean sheet for Everton. Both teams' scores landed in 73% of Newcastle's home games this season. And the Magpies have actually seen score draws in five of the six home meetings with bottom half sides. So... This has a score draw written all over it. I like the draw in this one. I like there to be goals in this one as well. Uh, 2-2 as an individual scoreline is available at 16-1. to And given the data, I think that has some decent value. But I'm going to take both teams to score as my main lean for this game. And as I said, that one is available at 8-11. to Up next, we look at West Ham at home to Watford, where West Ham are the one to two favourites. It's 15 to four here on, sorry, West Ham are the two to five favourites. One to two is the best prize, but it's not widely available. It's 15 to four on the draw and it's 13 to two here on Watford. We're getting under two and a half goals here in this game at plus money, big plus money here at six to five plus 120. I think there's a real strong chance of that cashing given the manager of Watford is now Roy Hodgson. He likes to keep things very, very tight. His first game was a pretty drab nil-nil draw at Burnley. And I think West Ham are the most likely winners of this game, but I see them nicking it against a Watford team that try and sit back and win this game on the break or via counters. They look much more short in that first game, keeping the clean sheet against Burnley, whereas West Ham also have attacking issues as of late, which of course adds a lot more weight to the under here for this game. West Ham have actually won none of their last three games in 90 minutes. The Hammers have won one in five home meetings with bottom half sides, drawing one and losing three. And just two of the Hammers' 11 home games have seen them win by two clear goals. Whereas Watford have lost by two or more goals in only two of their last 10 trips away from home. So... 
I think Watford can keep this tight and I do think if West Ham win it, it will just be by a single goal and I don't think that's going to be a 2-1 or a 3-2. I think West Ham are going to ultimately nick this game if they win it at all. I mean, there's even supporting data there for Watford to to take Watford on a plus 1.5 Asian handicap line, which is available at 8-11 here to avoid a two-goal defeat. I think that's a strong play, but I also think the under is a strong play as well because you're getting it at plus money. I would play both of these as I don't think West Ham are going to route Watford here in this game. If they win it, they win it by a single goal. And a 1-0 win for West Ham, for example, will be enough for you to cash both plays here on Watford plus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line and the under at plus money 6-5 plus 120 in this game. Moving on from Tuesday's games, we move on to Wednesday's games here. And we begin with the game between... Manchester City versus Brentford, where Man City are the 1-10 to favourites to win this game. It's 19-2 here on the draw, and it's 25-1 to here on Brentford. Difficult to really make a pick here in this game, but I'm going to go with Manchester City to win and over three and a half goals. This was a comfortable winning play for us at the weekend as Manchester City ran out 4-1 winners over Fulham. And I see a similar scoreline here in this one. The 4-1 actually is available at 20-1 to if you're interested in that. Brentford have lost their last five games, but have only failed to score in one of those defeats. So they could contribute with a goal here in this game, helping us get to that over 3.5 mark. City have won nine of their last 10 games with only one draw, but have just one clean sheet in their last five. City have scored four more goals in four of the last eight games and exactly four in three of those. And finally... No team has cashed this specific selection more frequently than Manchester City so far this season. No team has more victories with over three and a half goals coupled with it than Manchester City have. Therefore, we're going to take that play here once again. It's available for us here at Plus Money as we're getting Manchester City and over three and a half goals here at 11 to 10. I really like the play and that's what we're going to go with here in this one as Manchester City continue winning en route to the Premier League title, which they'll be hoping to wrap up early so they can shift their focus primarily to the Champions League. Up next, we look at Norwich at home to Crystal Palace, where Norwich are the 5-2 underdogs. It's 23-10 on the draw, and Crystal Palace are the even-money favourites. Not something I expected to say this season, and maybe not something I'll say very often in the future, but I really like Norwich to get something here from this game. Crystal Palace are not in particularly good form, whereas Norwich have won their last two Premier League games and their last three in all competitions, including knocking out Wolves in the FA Cup at the weekend. Crystal Palace have lost their last three away from home in the league, failing to score on every occasion. So there's been a Big dip in form here from Patrick Vieira's men. The Eagles have managed just one win away from home in the Premier League in 10 games a season with five defeats. And two of Palace's last three away losses have been narrow 1-0 defeats. Um, at least one team has failed to score in three of Crystal Palace's last four Premier League away games. And Norwich have got two Premier League wins in a row, while Crystal Palace have three losses in their last four away. So lots of supporting data for not only for Norwich to get something, but to 
win the game. But we're going to take Norwich to get something here. It's a rarity for us, but that's what we need to do here looking at the data, looking at the form of the two sides. Crystal Palace are moving in the wrong direction and Norwich could actually survive. I don't think they will, but at the moment they are not in the relegation places, which is worrying for our future. But I think ultimately this team aren't good enough to stay up. So if you can get Norwich to go down at a decent price and you don't already have it at the start of the season, I would be looking at that. But here, I think they get something from this game. We'll be taking Norwich on the double chance market at 8-11 to here in this one. Up next, we move on to Tottenham at home to Southampton, where Tottenham are the four to six minus one fifty favourites to win this game. It's three to one on the draw, and Southampton are the nineteen to four underdogs. Son remains questionable here. If he comes back, I'll be more certain about Tottenham winning this game. But even without him, Tottenham have managed to to put up points. And I think they will win this game against a Southampton team that really don't have anything to play for. I don't see them being sucked into the relegation battle. I think their primary focus will be on their FA Cup run as they go into the draw for the last 16. Um, both teams could find a net though here en route to a Spurs victory. There's strong, strong supporting data for that. Both teams have scored in four of Spurs' last six home games and both teams to score has landed in three of Spurs' last five overall and they have conceded in each of their last six. There have been goals at both ends in each of Southampton's last eight games in all competitions. So both teams to score could be an alternative way to go but I can't look past Spurs winning this game and continuing their charge towards the Champions League because I think it's going to go right to the wire between themselves and Man United. Particularly at home, Spurs are very good. They have seven wins in 10 Premier League games at home and they have enjoyed success in five of their last seven home games in the Premier League. Their only defeats this season have come against Chelsea and against Manchester United at home. But at that point, I think it was clear to see that the players are down tools and they weren't really playing for Nuno Espirito Santo. But other than that, they've been very, very good at home. And I think when it comes to playing bottom half teams, which Southampton are, Tottenham do turn up and win the game. And I like them here to win this game at the price of 46 minus one. 50. Although, as I said, there is very, very good supporting data for both teams to score. If you want to take both teams to score instead, that one is available at three to four. If you like Tottenham to win and you like both teams to score, you can combine the plays here and you can get five to two plus 250 on that. But I'm simply going to take Tottenham to win on the money line as my main play. And everything else I talked about is optional for you guys if you want to go in a different direction. Final game on Wednesday sees Aston Villa at home to Leeds, where Aston Villa are the 4-5 minus 125 favourites. It's 29-10 on the draw, and it's 10-3 here on Leeds. Leeds managed to pick up a huge win in their last away game against West Ham, and that has pretty much taken Leeds out of the relegation conversation. But... I think that win was a little bit more down to West Ham starting to tire, West Ham's legs starting to run out, West Ham looking like they're going to drop out of the top four race than it was about Leeds being brilliant on the day. Don't get me wrong, it was a huge result because Leeds were missing loads and loads of players and nobody had Leeds winning away to West Ham. I didn't have Leeds winning away to West Ham, but they managed to pull it off. So... 
I think in this instance, Leeds are going to get caught out. I think Aston Villa are the better team. And they've been decent since Steven Gerrard took over as well. Leeds, though, have lost five of seven games, seven away games, to sides above them in the table. Villa have won four or five clashes at home against sides outside of the top eight, drawing just one. And that's where Leeds fit in. They fit into that category. The hosts have seen both teams score land in 70% of their games at Villa Park. So this could be an entertaining game with both teams scoring. But ultimately, Villa should come out on top and they should come out on top comfortably, given that when Villa win, only one of Villa's home wins this season have come by a single goal. So I think Villa will get a convincing win here. Leeds' team still looks a little bit patched up, whereas Villa look really, really strong with the likes of Luca Digne and Philip Coutinho coming into what they already had. John McGinn, a player that's been looked at by top clubs. Uh, Ollie Watkins, Bundia, and of course that decent back line where you have Konza and Mins at centre-back with Martinez in goal. So I think Aston Villa are the much stronger team. I'm going to continue to ride Steven Gerrard, who's picked up 16 points across his 10 games so far since taking over, in comparison to Dean Smith, who picked up 10 points from 11 games. This has been a decent start for Steven Gerrard, and he expects to win games like this, and I think they will. So I'm going to take Aston Villa on the money line here in this one to win this game, and that's a 4-5 minus 120. Moving over to Thursday's action, we have Liverpool at home to Leicester, where Liverpool are the 2-9 favourites to win this game. It's 21-4 on the draw, and it's 19-2 here on Leicester. Now, I'm not sure if the assumption is that Mane and Salah are going to be available for this game, but even if they are... This is still really, really short. And if they're not, then this is very, very short. I understand Leicester were abysmal at the weekend, getting themselves eliminated from the FA Cup. And what's even worse is their players were seen out partying after the result. They were at a house party. So Brendan Rodgers seems to have lost this dressing room. And I feel like if they don't do something soon, he's going to get sacked. This team are essentially playing for nothing. They're not going to get into the European places. They're certainly not going to finish in the top four. They're out of the FA Cup. They're out of the League Cup. They're out of the Europa League. The only thing they can really play for is the Europa Conference League, which no one seems to care about. So... Brendan Rodgers has gone from being linked to Manchester United to having his job on the line. I think we may see a response here from Leicester and I think they may be able to avoid a heavy defeat here in this game. Leicester plus 1.5 goals for Leicester to avoid a two goal defeat here in this game is available at plus money at six to five or you could take Leicester plus two which is available at 4-5, to five, minus 125. That pushes if Leicester lose this game by two goals. It only loses if they lose by three or more. Leicester are playing bad, but I don't think they're this bad to lose to a Liverpool team that I don't think will have Mane and Salah in it. I think those players will return at the weekend. They may be on the subs bench and they may be there to make an impact, but don't forget... Leicester already upset Liverpool earlier on in the season where Leicester were missing players due to COVID. And um, they're missing Jamie Vardy here. And obviously Vardy's a very, very important player. I think when Vardy's missing, that really, really affects Leicester. I think it affects them more than any other player in the Premier League. You can take Ronaldo out of Man United. You can take De Bruyne out of Manchester City. You can take players out of the Chelsea team. You can obviously take Mane and Salah out of the Liverpool team and they can still find a way to win. But Leicester just don't seem to say 
same without Jamie Vardy. So I think that is a big difference maker that you have to take into consideration. But I just don't think Leicester are bad enough here to get wiped out by three goals by Liverpool off the back of already getting beaten 4-1 by Nottingham Forest. So I'm going to take the gamble on Leicester plus two and we're getting it at four to five minus 125 here in this one. The final game of this Premier League slate happens also on Thursday night and we end things with Wolves at home to Arsenal where Wolves are the 5-2 to two underdogs. It's 11-5 here on the draw and it's 23-20 to 20 here on Arsenal. These are the type of games that Arsenal should be winning if they want to contend for the Champions League. However, Wolves themselves are on a decent run of form. They'll be massively disappointed to be eliminated from the FA Cup, especially against Norwich, because they look like they were on on for a good cup run. They've been a very difficult team to beat. All of the top sides have struggled against Wolves. There hasn't been a really big, embarrassing defeat for Wolves this season. And all in all, Bruno Large taking over from Nuno Espirito Santo has done a very, very good job. My main play here would be on the under two and a half goals here for this game. Wolves have been a solid under team so far this season, whereas Arsenal come into this game with no wins in their last five, no goals scored in their last four, and less than two and a half goals cashing in four of their last five games. As for Wolves, we already mentioned that they were an under team. They haven't been as of late. There have been more goals in Wolves games in January since the turn of the year. But overall, they've played 21 Premier League games and 16 of those have gone under. So I think this is a good spot to jump back on the under. Under two and a half goals here is available at four to six minus 150. And I think it's a good spot to jump on because Arsenal haven't been scoring goals and Wolves have landed 16 unders in their 21 Premier League games so far. So I think this could be a spot where we go back to it and hopefully we'll land the under two and a half goals at the price of four to six minus 150 here in the final game we're going to look at for this EPL game week. Closing out with the lock on the show. There is lots of stuff I like here, but maybe not anything that I like for one unit. There will be plays for this EPL card over at lockbetting.com, which we talked about at the top of the show. But I want to protect my lot record. I don't just want to jump on anything. We have gone 24 and 5 with our lock so far here on the EPL. So we're nearly halfway into February and I've lost five locks so far in the EPL season. Five locks out of the 29 that I've played have been losers. The other 24 have been winners. So there will be a lock this week, but it won't be here. It won't be on any of these games. It will be given out on the Burnley versus Manchester United game, and therefore the lock is over at BetMUFC. So make sure you check out the BetMUFC podcast. It's available at the same time, and this week's lock will be over on that show. Don't forget, as I mentioned at the top of the show, there'll be a bonus show from me this week as me and my colleague Cav from the Dirty Sheets will be covering the NFL here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast looking at this weekend's Super Bowl and all your regular content will also be dropping at the weekend, another edition of the EPL show, another edition of Scamessa Italia and another edition of Bet MUFC. But that's it for me in this edition of the EPL show. Good luck with all your bets as always and... Thanks for listening.